0: podcast. Hey, we're so excited to be with you. Uh, I'm Rochelle. This is Jeff. If this is your first time listening, we're glad to have you. If you're uh, watching on YouTube, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, rate and review, Facebook, comment and share, uh, or wherever you're watching, we're glad that you're watching. So
1: glad uh, you're with us today. Today, we're talking about something (laughs) we're well aware of, uh, something that our culture is exhibiting right now. We're talking about living in a cancel culture.
0: Yeah, we've offici- officially a- hit the cancel culture. We, so we what are we going to do? Are
1: there and kind of what we're talking about is what are we to do as followers of Christ? Do we engage in a cultural battle? You know what? What do we do? Political battle and none of those things I don't think are are helpful. And so today we're talking about some helpful things that followers of Christ can do. And I really think this is an open door for the church. Yeah,
0: I think it's how do we live in it. Yeah. Uh, we can't eradicate the cancel culture just by clicking our heels and.
1: Yeah. Wishing home, it away. Yeah. Home. <laughs> uh,
0: Although there are moments where I wish that could uh-huh. be the case. And I think, how do we live in a cancel culture? Um, you're not going to hear um, us say, don't be involved in politics or don't, you know, don't do anything. Um, I'm at, Those are all great things. And I think, yeah. you know, there's a place for those. I think what this podcast is really talking about is how do we actually live? Yeah. Like, how do we live daily mm-hmm. in a cancel culture? Like, what what do we do? It's happening around us. I don't know how long it'll be here. Uh, I don't think any of us know how long we're going to be in this camp. Maybe forever. I'm not sure. Hmm. But how do we live in it, at least while it's going on? Um, yeah. when the attempt to cancel or to dehumanize mm-hmm. people is happening how do we live in
1: it right and so gonna give you some really practical things that we can do as followers of Christ and every one of us uh, needs to, to practice these the first one is really this be bold not silent mm-hmm. the cancel culture tries to silence um, individuals but specifically as we're talking about followers of Christ and I think the first thing yeah. we have to do is is be bold be bolder um, and a couple yeah. things is be bold not silent by by interceding in prayer that up our prayer life yeah uh, making yeah. sure our prayer life absolutely. is more
0: absolutely
1: you know thriving
0: yeah I, I, I think you could hear that and say okay so should I go on the corner and just start yelling or holding a sign don't cancel <laughs> me no, yeah. no 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 no. Uh, I think number one with that is, yeah, be bold in your prayer. Yeah. Go to God. Uh, the The battle is won in that way. And I, I think even being bold in your worship. Oh, I'm going worship to worship God whether this culture tells me to or not. So I'm going mm-hmm. to worship through singing. I'm going to worship through my actions. I'm going to worship through uh, giving. I'm going to worship yeah. through my kindness. Um, You know, all of that. How I live is worship unto God. And so... Uh, I think it's so key to understand that the cancel culture or any type yep. of situation like this, when somebody is trying to cancel you, their goal is to silence you.
1: Yeah. And yep. I think,
0: um, I don't know. I just think it's so easy to get to where you're almost like beaten down into mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah, maybe I should be silent. Yeah. Man, do I have a whole lot to say? I don't know if I'm really feeling that, you know? So maybe I should, maybe it'd be easier just to be quiet.
1: It seems the safest way. It's not. It's not.
0: (laughs) But it feels that way. And maybe the short term it is, but it's not long term. I think that's because when a follower of Christ understands this, is that nothing is just about me. Nothing is just about you. Nothing's mm-hmm. just about you. Right. It's about a larger picture. We're a part of a larger story. And I it's so evidenced even through generations. Yeah. I can't be silent because I got people following me. Yes. After me. They're younger than me. They're seeing mm-hmm. how to live. Uh they're gonna have to live in this culture, should the Lord tarry. I mean, they're gonna have to grow up and and to Find out how to serve Christ, and that will not happen with me being silent.
1: Yeah, one thing that that Jesus quotes uh, as he was riding into Jerusalem, is Psalm eight two. I love this through the praises of children and infants. Talking, you God have established a stronghold uh, to silence the foe and the avenger.
0: That's who we I need, need to love silence. That. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. be
1: bold, not silent. Let's cancel the cancel culture through our prayer and through our worship.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's the best weird. way. I, I and I think. It, I'm just, if you're feeling the temptation to be silent, take that to prayer. I mean, right. of course, there are moments for that we don't need to speak. And I get that. And you need to know. That's why it's so important to have a relationship yes. with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But in this culture, this is the attempt of the enemy to silence those who follow Jesus. And yeah. um, I won't be silenced. No. So I think, how do we live in a cancer culture? Be bold, not yes. silent. But yes. also... Um, I don't think we could hit this one enough. Man. Be wise, not haphazard. Be mm. wise. Um, in the midst of a cancel yeah. culture, what my mind comes to you, um, and I've been through this where people have tried mm-hmm. to cancel me, and uh, I remember walking through a season like that, and I thought, okay, Lord, I I, I don't know where to step And I don't know what to do because everywhere seems like I go here and I'm not sure what could happen if I do this or I do that. And I remember so clearly in prayer, the Lord said, it's like uh, to me, I felt impressed that he was saying, you're walking through a landmine, uh, Mm. like a field of landmines, and they're all over the place. And you have to have incredible wisdom as to where to step and when to step. So yep. watch where you're walking and don't just run through this field. Right, Hear my voice and know where to step. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so key with the cancel culture. One day, what you say, the next day could be used against you. Yes, It yeah. could be like, oh, that's not appropriate. What we were all laughing about yesterday is now not an appropriate thing to say or or to think or whatever. And and I'm not talking sinful stuff. I'm talking, you know, you know, normal (laughs) like phrases. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so you got to have wisdom is to know where to step, not be haphazard, just running through like, Oh,
1: (laughs) that's a good mind picture because that's really what we're walking through. And I think the verse that I think of is be wise as serpents, innocent as doves. We need to be kind. You know, a dove is, you know, just kind. There's everything innocent about it, serpent is wise. It plans what's going to happen. We as Christians, we can't bury our head in the sand about the things that are being talked about in our culture, the things that are being talked about that that our kids are learning in school. Uh, We can't bury our head in the sand, but we have to be researchers. First off though, we have to, again, it goes back to prayer and have our head in God's word, Mm -hmm. know what god's word says but also know what's happening in our culture so that we can be wise in the midst of that people are looking to the church how can we navigate and we need to show them the way
0: yeah and i think you're so you're so right like being wise uh doesn't mean pretending it's not happening (laughs) you know like uh you know if you go to the doctor and you know they they say okay Here's a diagnosis. Here's what you need to do. You don't go home and just bury your head and say, I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have that. No, you acknowledge what's going on and you come up with a plan. It's the Mm, same thing with cancel culture. Um, It's the same thing with what's happening in our world. It does nobody good to just, it's not happening. It's not happening. It is happening. Our world is There's some crazy things going on. So we can't bury our head and pretend like Mm -hmm. it's not happening. As Christians, we need to have 100% a biblical worldview by being in the Word. But we need to understand what's happening in our culture right now. I read books. You read a Mm -hmm. lot of books Mm -hmm. that... You know, it's not even from a biblical worldview, but it's we want to understand what people are thinking, how people are thinking in our culture so that we yeah. can best reach them with the word of God. Exactly. Not pretending like it doesn't exist. It does exist. But we need to win people and we need to understand what's happening.
1: All the while knowing that God's word is sufficient for everything. Yeah. <laughs> God's word is enough Read broadly. That's great. But again, like you're saying, God's word is But it's got,
0: I mean, to be planted and to be like centered and balanced in Christ, you have to be in the word. Yes. You can't. There's
1: no way around that.
0: It it, it won't happen. Mm -hmm. You will be off. Yes. I I will guarantee this. We as the American church, as Mm -hmm. the church... If we get off of Scripture, we will be unbalanced. We will be wrong and irrelevant. Unbalanced, I'm just telling you, it'll like become this huge, yeah. massive downside. And that's why I think there's such a fight to, for the word. Yes. Uh, oh, you don't need the word. You oh, need to read man. this book. What? God's uh, word hey, comes I've, first. I'm all for reading books, but if yes. if God's words not at the center, we will we fail. Have, yes. I will fail as a person. Yep. The church will fail. The word of God is powerful. It's living. It's active. It's sharp. And anytime (laughs) you
1: you hear someone say the best solution comes from and it's not God's word, that's not true. And we can't (laughs) accept that.
0: So that's the the source of being wise. Yes. Making sure, okay, how do we walk through this field of landmines? And it is, it's here. Yeah. We listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, which is founded in the word. And we know exactly what to do. So we have to have wisdom and not be haphazard. Yeah. But I think this this kind of this last point of how to live in the cancel culture is uh, so huge. And that is yes. we've got to be joy filled <laughs> and not controlled by the cancel yes. culture. Um, I just think this is an attack to literally steal your joy. And we know that the joy of the Lord yep. is our strength. And so mm-hmm. we will be depleted of all strength oh, if we allow ourselves to be controlled by the circumstances in our culture are things weird
1: yeah yeah are they
0: out of control i guess to some extent yeah i mean god's got his hand on on all of us but i i mean it feels like that way but let me just tell you if we lose our joy we're going to be depleted
1: yeah and we you know we, we we take ourselves seriously as it pertains to serious things and that's good but sometimes we just need to not take ourselves so seriously and just remember That God's in control. We're not. We can't change the environment. He's in control. And you know what? Let's just focus on carrying joy with us. When we go into a room, let's light up a room with joy. That's why I love you. Your laugh, you're just Mm -hmm. who you are, is just infectious. And that's what I want to be said of us believers is we're just infectious with joy, not controlled by the cancel culture. And Um, and and I'm just going to tell you, you won't
0: get the joy by mustering it up. Nope. Because um, I think some people could hear you say, well, like, just bring the joy in the room. Yeah. like, all right, I'm not joyful, gonna but I'm going to muster up. it up. I'm going to get there. I'm happy. <laughs> you know, like, maybe you should tell your face. You know, uh, yes. all those kind of things. Uh, no, you can't really have joy unless you understand who Jesus really is. And yes. that, I, I mean, you have to be founded in some, some yep. key facts that... Nothing will come against you. Nothing can harm you that, that God hasn't already said okay to. And if God has said okay to it, you want it.
1: Now you're preaching and you want
0: it. And I'm, and I'm just saying, even if it doesn't seem like it's in a package you want to receive, you Mm -hmm. do want it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so I just, I take comfort in that. Like nothing can come against me that God hasn't okayed. Um, As long as I'm walking in as well, I'm going to tell you that if you start having unconfessed sin in your life or um, issues going on in your life, you open yourself up to Mm -hmm. to the enemy's work. Mm -hmm. So I'm not I'm saying beyond that. Okay, so if you've got some issues that you need to confess, I'm I'm about confession, repentance, saying, you know, Jesus, you have it all. But I'm saying beyond that, let me just tell you, you can rest in the confidence of God's providence.
1: That's so freeing that and is so and freeing.
0: that's where joy comes from. Yes, because nothing can come against me that God hasn't said OK to mm-hmm. e- even death. I think yeah. death is entering into the kingdom of heaven. I mean, it's mm-hmm. for a believer, uh, you know, you yep. talked about it today. It's funny earlier. You're like, anybody that passed away in 2020 who knew the Lord Jesus, Hmm. they're not saying, oh, bring me back. They're in the presence of God Almighty. They're in heaven. (laughs) They're
1: saying, finally.
0: Yeah. So I think just, you know, we can have joy when we understand who Jesus is and have an eternal Perspective on things. No,
1: no, we can, and that's that's so good. And we're gonna kind of end this up by just big reminder, especially <laughs> on this day as we're getting ready. Um, this is this Easter week, week sorry, <laughs> yeah. getting ready for Easter, and that is resurrection comes after cancellation. Resurrection, new life comes after cancellation. Let's just say you get canceled. Let's just say believers get canceled. The enemy thinks. The enemy thought he was done with Jesus when, when he canceled him on the cross. When he canceled him on the cross, <laughs> yeah. but God's work was just beginning. Three yes. days later, yes. he rose from the grave. Because you can't kill a follower of Christ. We're like seeds in the ground, and guess what? We spread. Um, and God's word always moves <laughs> we forward. We just get
0: stronger. We just get.
1: We just get stronger. So that's right. You may what, we, what if we get canceled? Hey, what if we get canceled? You know what? That means. Resurrection is coming. Is coming. That's right. And so Jesus said it well when he told Pilate, "You don't take my life. I I'll willingly lay it down." Lay it down. Yes. So bottom line is, oh, what if we, uh, what if we get canceled, or you know what? They the cancel culture can't take our life. We're willing. Guess what? We're willingly laying it down. Yeah. Resurrection's coming. So Say,
0: watch out. You thought you were gonna bury me. I'm a seed. <laughs> I'm gonna produce fruit. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's the organ. In case yeah, you didn't know what that weird noise was.
1: You're listening. That's the Hammond B3. <laughs> All right. So, hey, we're praying for you. Let's live in this cancel culture with boldness, with wisdom, and with joy.
0: Yes. Remember the yes.
1: resurrection's coming. Yes. I'm um, praying for you in this resurrection week as we head on to Easter. I love you guys. We cannot wait to see you next time.